episode 52 of the black in fashion podcast today i am joined by maki she is a world renowned i like that word world renowned makeup artist uh, she has a very very intense background in makeup and she has worked for celebrities and she has built her business maki thank you for joining us today thank you for having okay, me so before i uh, get into your bio and learning a little bit about yourself i just want to make sure i acknowledge all our sponsors from this episode um we are sponsored by nisha star aesthetics she is the home place for healthcare in the spa world she is a self-love advocate and she is the perfect person to go to if you want your yoni stains your facials your eyelashes your brows nisha star aesthetics is your go-to you can get uh, an appointment with her just by clicking the link in our show notes make sure you also shop with the rich nurse it's for the upscale nurses they want to have a little extra um little spice in their flair you can order your nursing outfits from rich nurse they'll also be selling face masks coming very soon so maki before we go into bio i'm gonna do this little thing called this or that and you just tell me what you like over the other okay so uh um, okay mules or wedges meals side boob or under boob <laughs> uh, trenches or motorcycle jackets trenches. um you're a flare pant girl or a skinny leg girl? Skinny Perfect. Leg. All right. So why don't you just start off by telling us a little bit about your background, you know, how you grew up, where you're from, and what led you to a career um, in pursuing um, makeup artistry? Okay. So I'm um, originally from Ethiopia. Both parents are from Ethiopia, but I was born and raised in Saudi yes. Arabia, a city called Jeddah. And I moved to the States when I was 11 years old and came straight to Maryland. We, I lived in Maryland for about a year and then ended up in uh, Virginia. Um, I went to school for accounting at VCU. Um, that was something that actually my parents wanted me to do um, as I have an African background. So it's, you know, and art is not an option. You have to either be a doctor or a lawyer or an engineer to make that so often. (laughs) Right. You can relate. Exactly. Um, So when I went to college, this was pretty much for my parents. But ever since I was in Saudi Arabia, when I was seven years old is when I actually remember the first time falling in love with eyeshadows and lipsticks and uh, when I was in college, I did not know that what I wanted to do. I uh, basically did it for them, but I, in, in, the, in the back of my mind, I always wanted—I always knew that I wanted to do something with art, but I wasn't sure if it was makeup. Makeup wasn't something that uh, you know wasn't big back then, especially when I was in college around 2008 to 2010. Um, it was something like you know there was artists, there was the Mac counter. Um, it was like, you know, if you wanted to do makeup, if you was a professional makeup artist, you were hoping that, you know, you, you, someone wanted you, wants you to do their makeup or when, even someone wants to pay you to do their makeup. Um, so that was an, an option for me to, you know, start working at the counter to build my career as makeup arts. But I, 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 it was a hobby and I did everybody's makeup for free. It started from the time where um, uh, I hired a makeup artist when I was going to prom. 
And that was actually my first time doing makeup on myself. And that's when I learned that I can do makeup. And that's when I started doing, you know, friends and family. And that's kind of how I grew and just learning it on my own. But after I graduated college, and I actually got married immediately. Okay. Uh, it was a few months later, I got married. Um, and I had two kids back to back. The first year I got married, I had a baby. And then the following year, I had another baby. And I was a full-time accountant. And I also started working at Mac on, on the weekends. Um, I needed an outlet. It was kind of like back-to-back -back for me. Graduated, got married, kids back-to-back. -back. So that's when I started thinking about maybe I should start, you know, doing doing makeup. I started thinking about what I loved doing. You know, I started thinking back now. So that was, you know, and uh, kind of like my outlet. Let me, let me start working at the Mac counter and see what happens. And this is around 2013. Nice. Um, and that was around the time where makeup was becoming popular and makeup artists were and Instagram is 2012 is when Instagram happened. And that's when, you know, makeup artists was becoming like, you know, a, a career. So it kind of, you know, worked out for me. I worked at, at Mac for one year. I met a lot of amazing people there. Um, a few celebrities actually that came to the counter, I got connected with and ended up um you know doing their makeup and i was posting a lot on instagram and that's kind of how i got my name out there and this is when i was working at mac at the counter but also i was uh, a full-time accountant but the, my last year as an accountant was in 2014 and that was the year where just one day out of nowhere my um my coworker came up to me and said oh um i have I have a friend that works at the White House and I know that you just started doing makeup and I know that you work at MAC, you, have, you do great, uh, you know how to do women of color so well. So why don't you, you know, come for an event at the White House and start, you know, to, to work with us. And I said, oh, great. You know, I didn't, I didn't think that would, you know, happen just my first year of makeup artistry, you know, just working at the counter. This is when I was kind of like getting my hands Amazing. wet. I'm just... I haven't even really started booking brides yet. And I just got started working at the White House. And that was such a great experience. I met a lot of amazing people there too. And that's what pushed me to take makeup artistry seriously and to take it as a career. So that same year, I um, left accounting and started focusing on makeup. It kind of gave me the push, it gave me the confidence uh, to, you know, take it seriously and invest in, you know, as many as products that that was, uh, that was actually a, a mistake that I'm going to talk about later, but I invested in so many products. So it was kind of like it happened so fast. It was a no, no plan, no nothing. The opportunity just came, I took it. And I actually uh, got hired with a jazz international day that happens in internationally in every different country every year and I started you know flying out with them um, working on different celebrities every year so that's just how my career started and now and now um, the, the past few years the past two years I got into teaching um, other artists internationally mm -hmm. um, I've taught in Ethiopia I've taught here and I've flown out for brides and to 
the islands to um, Ethiopia. I go to Ethiopia at least about twice every year. And this has been happening since 2016. Um, and this is where basically my career is at right now. It's enjoyable and this is something that I'm passionate about and love to do. Gotcha. Do you think that it's harder um, when you're self-taught opposed to like getting into the business if you went to school for it? Um, so I don't believe that. I don't believe that um, as an artist, especially when you're starting mm -hmm. out, there is no such thing as school to me, especially from, from the time that I've started to now. Um, I always tell uh, new artists uh, when they take one-on-one -on -one classes with me, I always tell them, find an artist that you love, take, take an uh -huh. artist class, take different techniques from different artists and make it your own. Uh, because cosmetology schools really focus on you know, the product and this really focused on hair mostly because I don't know anyone that, you know, came out of cosmetology school and started Definitely. doing makeup. You really have to, you know, perfect your technique. You really have to have to, uh, product knowledge, tools knowledge. And, and the best way to learn, especially in the beginning of your career, is to learn from Definitely. other artists. Makes sense. I was gonna say that because I know a lot of people like they found that there's always like a really big difference between whether you are educating or if you are like learning like in the school or like learning on your own. And I definitely think that when it comes to like makeup, it's like an, a like a skill that you just. I'm not gonna say you gotta have it or you don't, but do you? I definitely think that like as a creative, like you need to be able to like express yourself. Yeah. Right. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And then um, also. After doing makeup for two three years, um, you should you should know where you, where you want to go with, with that career. Um, even even the first year, because after doing uh, makeup um, for first years, just as you know, just as a freelance, the second year I just started you know teaching out of this just out of the strength of what I loved, what I knew, what I've experienced from the beginning. Um, and then that's just how my artistry started growing. But uh, what what I'm trying to um, say here is, when when you when you want to learn makeup artistry, and you start learning and you start taking clients, you should know at least in your first year, and this is where you want to do because it's it's not that easy. It's not as you know glam as it looks. You work with different type of personalities. You work with different type of people. Uh, sometimes you might you know, be in a contract that you don't even want to be in, but you're, you know, working with people is not that easy. Serving as a customer service is not that easy. So you have to make sure this is really what gotcha. you love to do and what you're passionate gotcha. about. Would you say that um, when it comes to like the fashion industry and in the world that uh, the make, how important is it that your makeup look actually reflect and match what you're wearing or like that the whole aesthetic goes together. When you're working with clients, is that like one of your first questions? Like so you ask like, hey, what does the, the look look like or what does the hair look like? Is that like a big a big thing to know um, before even starting? Um, yes, absolutely. Um, because um, a lot of times in, in where I when I where I am, where I'm located in a DMV, it's so there's so many different events and every weekend and there, you know, there's brides every weekend. And I work with brides a lot. A lot of my a lot of my clients are like bridal on the weekend, especially that I work with a lot of brides. So even with a bride, you have to know um, what type of wedding dress she's wearing. 
or, you know, what type of hairstyle she wants to kind of understand that, you know, uh, what, you know, what the color theme is. Sometimes I even go as far as asking what the colors of her weddings are or the de decoration, because, mm -hmm. you know, everything when it, you know, all comes together. And, and a lot of times clients don't, don't even know because, uh, they want to go with my professional opinion a lot of the times, which mm -hmm. is why, like, I have to ask. And, you know, it just kind of makes it easier because sometimes when they're wearing a black dress and I might just recommend a, a green eyeshadow and they might not even think that it would go together. So, it, you know, you always has to, you have to, you have to ask just to kind of, you know, understand what the person wants or what their ideas of makeup are. Uh, but a lot of times I find it to be that a lot of, a lot of, a lot of people don't really know uh so that's when your professional help comes in but it's it's you 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 always gotta you know make the 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 your customer um you know understand you you have to understand what they want and you know the, the colors you you, you got to understand everything before you know you gotta before you make your professional decision makes sense makes perfect sense would you say that it's hard to tap into that celebrity world um or you really gotta just like jump out there and just do it like do you suggest like uh I know that I find that what I see when makeup artists are trying to start there you know they're hopping into like dms of like designers like let me um you know to make up for your shoot or let me shoot you or something like that just to get their portfolio off the ground do you think that's a good method um for trying to get your name out there uh, so is it hard? Um, I would say uh, with my experience, uh, I think it's just the Leo in me that just went and jumped in whenever, you know, I got called for a new gig or um, even if it was just last minute, I've, I've always, you know, went and, and I just, it, it just the, I will, I, I've always never, you know, thought twice to you know, take the opportunity when it came. Um, but also I, I think that what it helps, what it helped me with my career and how fast I got into working with celebrity, which is maybe one year after I started doing makeup professionally and booking clients is when I started working with, you know, elite clients. And I think what helped was I was always transparent with how, you know, how I felt and what I wanted to do. And I think that helped me grow as an artist, um, you know, working with so many different people, um, I think it's it's important to, you know, be open and honest about what you want to do because, you know, you want this the support and and you know, if you don't tell people what you want to do and what you're interested in, how are people supposed to you know support you? You don't have to tell a whole bunch of people, but um, it's important to tell uh, maybe a small group of people that you trust. Maybe you know you're just a circle of of, of your uh, good friends, and you know the support starts there, and then you, that way you can grow. Uh, but as far as uh, social media, um, I know it's so many small businesses so many makeup artists so many people uh starting out as makeup artists especially in my area now and and i see it because um i i, I teach um i teach beginning artists all the time um I, I think it's also very important to keep posting on social media and and reach out to different type of photographers that way you can start posting um, you know, professional photos of your work, uh, something that, you know, shows your work, variety of, of your work. 
um, that way you can attract, you know, elite clientele or maybe, you know, a list celebrity clientele. Um, but, but for me, the way it started was, um, you know, through a friend and, and, and that's just how, uh, my journey started, but, you know, everyone is different, but, uh, but I don't think that, you know, just working with celebrities is what's the most amazing thing about makeup artistry. Every, every you know, the fact that it's up in the air, every day is different. You get, you know, opportunity to work with amazing mm-hmm. people. And I, I, and I think that's, what's, you know, what's amazing about it and what's, what's what's more fun about um being an artist gotcha gotcha okay what would you say are i guess some of like the makeup trends right now um and that you feel is really good for women of color like as an everyday look uh for everyday Mm. look and for particularly for women Mm. of color uh right now what's on in trend is uh the brushed up eyebrows um, the more natural skin, not like the powdery, more finish uh, type. And I think for 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 a woman of color, um, it's it's uh, the more natural look that, uh, especially what I what 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 I usually you know promote on my page. Of course, you know I can do all types of looks, but. Um, the trend is is the natural look now, but this is something that you know I've always been promoting. Um, you know the not baked look, not the you know heavily contoured look, not the overdrawn eyebrows. Um, it's it's uh, what what have always attracted me just to enhance the beauty, not to to change it. And I feel like over the years, makeup artistry have changed, but now I feel like we've gotten to the look where, you know, everything is looks like you, but it just a, a little bit more just enhanced. Gotcha. Okay. I love that. And what would you say is like the, like your go-to um, supply for, well, actually let's, before I even go there, I know you mentioned earlier about like you just investing, you know, when you first started out in like so many supplies. So before I even ask you like what your go-to supplies are, what, uh, can you elaborate on that? Just like investing in a lot of product and I guess like testing different stuff and just basically what you did um, when you first started out. When I first started out in 2013, I bought a whole bunch of products. Um, and that was the biggest mistake because I was watching a whole uh, a lot of YouTube videos and whatever anyone recommended on YouTube, I'll just go on, on their site and, and purchase it. And then I realized the more I was getting into my um, uh, my look, like the, the when I started creating my signature look, that's when I was realizing that all this all these products that I that I bought, I didn't even get to use it. Some of them I still have in the box. I give away a lot of products every every year, but some some things that you can't even give away, but you just feel so bad to throw it away because you know the box is pretty or whatever, or just maybe because I'm just a junkie. But um, that was the biggest mistake I make. I made in the beginning of of um, my career, and also comparing myself to others. Um, that was another mistake I made. And I, I think that's um, when you're starting out as, as, as a, you know, as a, as a bit, as a small business and as a woman, it's so hard because it's a lot of, you know, self-doubt and there is 
um, you know, everyone is different. Everyone's journey is different. So that's the biggest mistake you'll make in just comparing yourself. And I know it's hard not to do that because social media is, um, it's, it's really, you know, it, it could be, it could affect you in negative ways sometimes, uh, just comparing to yourself to another artist and not realizing that, you know, everyone has a different journey. Every God has different plans for everyone. So I, I think that my advice would be for beginners to kind of trust um, in God and, you know, the, the journey that he has for you and not to look over to what everyone is doing and how successful the other artists is, you know, looking. Gotcha. Okay, that makes sense. All right. So when it comes to, um, I guess I want to say, like, do you do a lot of, like, shows, like, within, like, the fashion week? Like, have you ever had to work, like, on a team of different uh, makeup artists and you guys have to, like, execute the same type of looks? Um, is it difficult to work as a team because everybody has their own vision or is that something that, you know, just kind of happens naturally? Um, to be honest, and that those kind of um, when you're on set uh, working with, it's fast paced, and and when you have to come up with a look and it has to be the same, you just have to do it. As an artist, that's when you don't really have a choice. This is not your client. This is a show, and you know it's a show that you're booked to work for. And that that's when you have to kind of turn off your artist's mind and your creative mind and just do what you're told to do. So it's kind of like a job when you're set. So so as an artist, you have to be able to sometimes create what you're told to create and to be a creative when you're, you know, want to be a creative. Mm-hmm. Does that yeah, make sense? Absolutely. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I know that that sometimes is hard for, hard for people to do, like when they have so much creativity, like and being able to just like, pull yourself out of it and like really only Mm -hmm. focusing like on the client itself um I have a segment it's called it's a success or it's a disaster um if you can tell us about a time in your career where you you know it was a complete disaster um but you learned something from the experience and it took like maybe you know something like that to happen for you to implement like a new like policy or service that you do within your business that you took forward? Uh, biggest mistake? Oh, uh, probably a lot <laughs> when I was starting out, especially. Uh, but um, one thing that comes to my mind uh, from the time that I started um, to now, uh, of course, like, um, you know, relationships have changed. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I'm not talking about my personal relationship, not my husband, but I'm talking about um, just, you know, maybe some people that were supportive in the beginning, not being as, you know, what they used to mm-hmm. be. And, um, you know, I had to go let go of uh, relationships and I've gotten to, to the point where I didn't have to, you know, question people in my circle now. Uh, and this is, I'm talking professionally, you know, people that were, you know, supporting you. So that, that's, that's the kind of like. Okay. Um, I think that was the last question, to be honest. Uh, yeah, that was okay. the last question. Just, um, just like what's your sense of disaster and like where you see yourself going within the next five years? Where I see myself. Yeah. But like what your, what your goals are for the next five years and you know, what your plan is. Okay. Um, so the goal, um, at least for this year, before all this crazy, um, you know, things happen this year, um, my goal is to open up a spa, uh, that services all type of, you know, beauty, 
uh, from lashes to makeup to um, microblading and uh, facial services. Uh, so that's my goal for at least now it's going to be extended to 2021, hopefully, if everything, you know, goes well this year. Um, so, for, and after that, um, uh, my plan is to, you know, remain a full-time makeup artist. Makeup is not something that I want to give up doing, even if it's not a whole bunch of clients um, and every day, if it's not an everyday work, I want to, I always want to, you know, do makeup, even if it's just a few clientele. Um, but teaching is what I want to get into more. Um, uh, and then makeup, doing makeup every day, doing the, you know, doing bridal clients every day, you, you get burnt out at some mm. point. So, so, you know, I, I thought about in the past few years, I thought about how I can extend my business and, you know, make money while when I'm not at work. And the spa is one, one thing that I plan to do. And another thing that um, I, I want to do is, you know, to keep my, keep growing in my, uh, celebrity clientele and you know travel more because that's what I absolutely enjoy doing as an artist amazing amazing so do you have any like um muse current muses right now or like any readings or anything that you just want to suggest that new and coming makeup artists look into um right now I'm actually uh focusing on uh teaching um online mm -hmm. uh but one book I know that this doesn't doesn't have uh, much to do with artistry, but it also does um, it has a lot to do with the business aspect of it though, and that's what what that's what helped me because that's what I incorporated to my makeup career in the beginning, and that's how I learned to do makeup because, um, you know, I, I I knew the business side of it because I was doing business and accounting in the beginning. So I suggest a book called Running on Empty. It really actually helps you how to balance. Even if you're, you know, a full-time mom or you're a full-time um, nine to five, if you have, you know, a corporate job, it actually helps you how to balance um, just your life in general. And it helps you focus on what you love and how you can start a business as, um, as a woman or, you know, as, um, as just anyone, basically. Love that. I would definitely need to check that out for myself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you should check it out. So it's a great book. You would love it. Love that. Amazing. Okay, Maki, it was great speaking to you today. I'm going to have to piece this all together. We definitely have some technical okay. difficulties, but we got through it. Um, I really appreciate you joining me today and definitely be on the lookout for the episode. Of course. Thank you so much for Thank having me. Thank you so much. You have a wonderful day. You too. Bye-bye. All right, guys. That's it for the episode. Stay black. Peace out. My skin is black. What you looking My at? My skin is black. What you looking My at? My skin is black. What you looking at? My skin is black. What you looking at?